So, this is the self-development with tactics. Book. This episode is gonna be a new episode featuring Evolutionary Psychology, the sixth edition summary and review by David Buss. And I absolutely didn't read this because it is in my mind. I read it, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna see you after the intro, as always. And I do have a feeling that I should be doing some things about the audio. Maybe I'm actually gonna edit it in a different way. You know, or I do just maybe think about having a microphone or getting a microphone. But I mean, like, I don't know. I think with post-production and with doing it just um, in a smart way beforehand so that you're having a lot of post-production capabilities um, also just really does a lot of good to the audio. And as you can see, I'm now having something else over my microphone. Um, I don't know. I do kind of feel like that the white thing is a little bit just too bright sometimes, you know? just as I'm thinking about it. But yeah, anyway, um, before we go through the episode, there's a few things that I'm willing to cover. Um, the probably most important things is or are um, the fact that it is a podcast. So if you're on a YouTube channel and you think like, well, I do not want to go through a 30-minute video or, or even 20-minute video on this topic and or it is a little bit boring just watching him sitting there and doing whatever, then please go down into the description because there is a link to the podcast and you can check out the podcast and then you can just do something with the podcast. Um, no, you can just yeah listen to it and yeah and, and, and do something with it because I guess that it might be more efficient for most people and or also better in general for most people because because you're just able to listen to it you know and you can listen to it wherever you are and which is quite one of the I think best things about it, low-key, kinda, or, you know, because it is a fact, you know, you can do whatever, you can go around, you can just, it is just a good thing, you know, you're going to be a little bit more efficient, I guess, with time and so on. The next thing is the notes, as you're then going to see, there are some highlighted things in this article, and these highlighted things are then going to be down in this free PDF that you can download in the link or from the link in the description. Um, it is a what is it called? A Google Drives folder. So you um, can print it, download it, view it as well. You know, so you do not uh, actually have to download it to view it to see if there's something smart in it. And if this is an episode that you're watching like a year later or some shit, and there are probably a lot more, um, a lot more, more PDFs in this folder then or now, please go down into the folder and search for whatever I've been talking about in this episode because it's probably going to be shown. Like if you just type it in because there's a search bar on the top, I at least think, as far as I remember. And you should also be able to find it that way because Google is doing it in such a fucking good way that it is actually kind of reading everything that I'm putting onto that, which means that um, you can search for everything. You can search for the words, you can search for, for the letters, even though this doesn't make any fucking sense, but you could. And it is a pretty good way to find these things then. Um, so, so consider that think about it, it is a pretty good way. But, you know, let's actually head right into it. So these are the highlighted things, as you can see. And I'm obviously just not highlighting everything or I'm trying to not do that, even though I, I tend to do it. But, yeah. The next thing is non-kin altruism. I do not necessarily suggest that you go through, like, the previous episode, even though it is, like, a whole book summary and it's probably going to have some sort of a, quote-unquote, storyline or some, quote, 
um, yeah, you know, there's going to be some sort of a connection between those the, the parts, basically. But I think it is not really necessary. I do really have a feeling that it is not really necessary to go through everything. So consider it. And if you do think like, well, I'm not having the time for doing that, then I think it is also fine, you know, because I might be talking about something interesting today, but tomorrow is going to be a little bit more of a not interesting day. You know, it could definitely be the case. And yeah, therefore, you don't really have to. But actually kind of dark. Now it is a little bit brighter, which is, I think, a little bit more better or something. But yeah, non-kin altruism. David Bass also goes into the evolution of non-kin altruism. The theories developed to explain the puzzle of altruism. I do not even know what altruism is, <laughs> honestly. Uh, they supported the measures not out of altruism, but out of self-interest, unselfishness, self selflessness, uh, self-sacrifice, self-denial, which is, by the way, something that's quite interesting. Why are we being nice? Why being nice feels good? And all those things. Like, it is definitely something that I've been uh, thinking about. And also, I've been... I guess I've just broken something. Because it didn't sound that right. Um, anyway, I do have to say, like... Um, yeah. Uh, the thing is, why are we nice? You know? Why do we do certain things that we're doing? So, the first point is re reciprocal altruism and reciprocal because or however you're actually pronouncing it I'm, I'm actually very sorry that i'm often <laughs> not going to be able to pronounce it in the right way or in the correct way and i i am truly sorry about that um, but it means given felt in return corresponding recruited returned uh, reciprocated which is the exact same word um, but i'm actually going to highlight it so that you're going to have it in this summary. But of course, you could also just check out this article. You know, I'm also going through an article or also and only going through this article. So you could also be doing this on your own, basically. The second thing is indirect reciprocity. People benefit when others seem them, when others seem them being altruist and they gain a reputation for reciprocators. The third one is need-based transfer system, risk pooling, uh, a form of social insurance. Which actually makes sense. Like if you're just doing something for somebody else, then you do can have high hopes that the other person is going to do something for you later on as well. Like it does make sense. And the fourth and last one is costly signaling, increasing reputation and status through the handicap system of similar to conspicuous consumption in mating. Well, I don't know what this is all about, but maybe you do know and, and or just you maybe are looking this up as well. I like this, his summary of accelerates or Axelrod's techniques to increase cooperation. The first thing is, enlarge the shadow of the future. If people think you'll be dealing with each other again, they will be more likely to cooperate, which actually makes sense, because if you think and if you know that that you're going to have to deal with this person for 10 years from this point on, then trying to get along with this person is going to be way more of an often of a smart thing i'd say because i mean like if it is actually the case that you're just only dealing with a person for a month then uh, i don't know if you're gonna be like well i hope this person likes me and i really try that the person uh, likes me and shit but if you know that you're gonna well but this could also turn out to just be not such a good thing you know because you then maybe think like okay well i guess i'm i'm gonna drop this job <laughs> i'm gonna do something else because I hate these people so much, which, you know, could also backfire to, to some degree. But, but yeah, like, yeah. The second thing is teach reciprocity. Well, yeah. The third, insist on no more than equity. 
Greed is the downfall of the many. When people know fairness is the goal, they will be more likely to trust and cooperate. Yes, of course, you know, compared to um, who is getting the, the highest salary and or just receiving and or earning the highest salary by just being the best, by being the uh, having the most sales, some shit like this, yeah? The fourth one is respond quickly to provocation. Send a signal you don't tolerate exploitation or exploitation, I'm sorry, which will not work with you or within your team. Also see how to be a great leader, which is or seems to be another book, I assume. But I would also say, like, if you truly say and often say and often communicate that that you don't like exploitation, you don't like people to be unhappy, you don't like people to just do some greedy shit as well, then I think they're also not going to do that, at least not as much as uh, without communication and or without communicating that, which I think just makes sense if you're thinking about it. Like, of course, I'm going to do things unless somebody tells me to just not do that, I you know? But if, if nobody's like, well, I guess you, you shouldn't actually be doing this, then I'm going to be like, well... I don't give a fuck. I'm just feeling good by doing this, or maybe I'm even not thinking about it. You know, which is something that I'm that I'm often also referring to because I really don't believe that people are just evil and negative and bad and whatnot. There are some people, on the other hand, that really do believe that. Okay, you know, this must be just something that this person intended to do, and and all those things. Like, I really don't believe in it. You know, I really believe in like people just do, and people sometimes just don't think about whatever they're doing. You know. Especially when it is about something like this, like, okay, I know some people just do want to do more work than somebody else or do want to just seem to be better than somebody else and just want to work for themselves and and all those things. Like, I don't really believe in just this kind of negative thinking, I would say. There are several psychological adaptations showing that we evolved to commute social exchange parters or barters, barters, which means trade, swap, trade-off, exchange, give in exchange, and whatnot. And I do have to say, like, I've always thought that it makes sense that we uh, we are nice to each other and that we are just uh, selfless and shit because, maybe just because of the things that he was talking about there. Like, okay, we know that maybe in the, in the near future we just are going to have something back or we're going to get something back and all those things. We are bad at abstract logical reasoning, but when problems are presented as costs and benefits in social social exchanges, we are good at solving them. Really interesting. I'm actually going to highlight everything because I know that this is going to be interesting. People naturally uh, pay close attention to potential cheaters. They really do, you know? It's actually always quite nice to then think about those statements and see for for yourself if you have also seen that in your life before and or if it is something that you can say like, yes, you know, you know, I think it is also kind of the truth, even though you haven't seen it, you know, but I think often we can just imagine thin things. Um, then it's, it's yeah, it's good and it's fine. Uh, people are reasonably accurate at predicting who will cheat and who is genuine altruist and a cooperator. I would say this as well, you know, which is also one of the reasons why I sometimes, maybe even quite often, it depends, uh, talk about you not being too... Um, to like, well, that, that you actually should be honest, maybe. And that you should also be like uh, genuine and you should also be just doing the good stuff. You know, because I believe that people notice things. I believe that people are just, people are not dumb. This is what I believe in. I believe that they are going to notice that they are going to notice that you're just uh, a snake oil salesman or, or some shit like this. You know, people are going to notice things and it is something that I think 
you know, and I'm not the only one, but uh, therefore like, yeah, I mean, just being honest and just doing the right thing, uh, whatever the right thing might be for you. Like it, it heavily depends. People are more generous when others are watching the benefit of indirect reciprocity and building a reputation as collaborator or collaborator, which also makes sense. Altruists seem good at spotting each other and uh, preferentially hanging out with each other. What is altruists again? People that are selfless, isn't it? Disinterested and selfless concern for the well-being of others. Disinterest and selfless concern for the well-being. Is it actually... Well, I, I actually always hate it when the German translation is also like the exact same word. Uh, behavior of an animal that benefits another at its own expense. That benefits another. I do have to say, I kind of have a feeling that... And it seems to be a French word, by the way. Altruisme could actually be kind of the right pronunciation. And also from the Italian altrui, uh, somebody else, from Latin alteri, quick to this other. But um, the general, and I'm actually sorry that you're not seeing that, but this is like uh, macOS, like uh, system shit, <laughs> if you know what I'm referring to, which I'm actually not quite sure of. But they say, Disinterested and selfless concern for the well-being of others, which for me it sounds like you know, but I I might just don't get it. Kinda for me it sounds like okay, you're not interested in the other person or in the well-being of other people, and you're also selfless in terms of well, okay, when it is well anyway. So behavior of an animal that benefits another at its own expense. So just being selfless. So, but I would also just do it like vice vice versa, kinda. You know, people that are not selfless, people that are really trying to get things i do really also believe that that I, I mean i think in the end i kind of have a feeling that we are always finding people that are kind of like us to some degree and the last one is emotions evolved to support the social exchange system including gratitude anger towards non-reciprocators and guilt yes more research is needed in this area and you can also read the origins of virtue for more information I'm actually also going to highlight that, you know, because it, it might be interesting to you and it might also be uh, quote-unquote necessary. Coalitions, coalitions, co uh, it's not coalition, alliance, union, partnership. Why just don't use these easy words? But <laughs> Bus also gets into correlations and the free rider problem and says there is uh, there is mounting evidence that we evolved psychological adaption to punish free to punish free riders. Uh, what does he mean with free riders? Is it like just really people that are trying to get a free ride? Like just the studies are still in their infancy, but some possible adaptions include gossip as a means of social bonding and controlling free riders. Um, Dunbar 2004, uh, Niffen and Wilson 2005. In group favoritism bias, Schiller, Baumgartner and Koch or, or actually Knoch or Knuck, Knock, 2014. Uh, Pre-justice against and punishment of out-group members, Schiller et al. <laughs> uh, Schiller et al. Or et al. Et, et al. 2014. Xenophobia. Adaptions to enforce group norms. Uh, ostracizing those who violate social norms. Like, we actually don't like to seem that. Or we actually seem to not like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Enforcing rules and norms of fairness, status and reputational benefits for those who contribute heavily to group goals and providing regards to those who contribute. Like, yeah, we kind of seem to really be into that. Like, this is maybe kind of the only reasons why there's such a lot of philanthropists besides 
Like I do believe, you know, and I'm not I'm not willing to say that um, all kind of um, philanthropism is based on status, is based on, okay, I'm getting something out of it, but I do have a feeling like, um, and I also do not want to say like that you always have to get something for whatever you're doing. Like, I mean, if you do something for free and I've also been doing some things for free, then, um, I mean, if you don't expect it to do it for free, then it is something that's pretty fucked up. <laughs> but if you do just know that you're going to do this for free, then it is just pretty cool, I would say. But I also have to say, like, there's a certain status, there's a certain uh, certain mood that swings with being a philanthropist. In terms of, like, if you're just actually donating half of your uh, half of your wealth to just good need or or just to to uh, to institutions, to to charity, to uh, foundations, whatever it might be. Um, first of all, and this is actually something that I'm quite interested in. What uh, what does this all have to do with taxes? Because I've heard like, okay, you know, uh, it is actually good for your taxes in terms of you're going to be, in terms of like you're going to be able to save some taxes, which I'm actually not quite sure of because I don't know, but it is definitely something that I should be looking up. But on the other hand, I also feel like that when you are a philanthropist then you might be, uh, you might gain more status in society because you are a philanthropist, because you are doing good, because you are, contributing to charity because you are uh, donating your money because 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 um, which might be a reason but not very consciously but also subconsciously that people tend to do that more often or um, yeah more often at least at this point in time like there's going to be more philanthropists and more philanthropists which is good like please don't get me wrong like it is something that's quite amazing to do so and and even if even if it is a reason, even if status is a is a reason, whether it is conscious or subconscious, um, but I guess most often it is something that's pretty subconscious, then it is fine as well. Like you're helping other people and you're helping just potentially quite a lot of people and this is fucking good. So, I mean, like, why should I be uh, pissed about that in the end? Like, it wouldn't make too much sense. I do wonder if I should be, I can, the four classes of problems, which is going to be the last one for today, uh, David Bass says that humans had to tackle four major classes of problems and he structured his work along them. The first, survival and growth, reaching the stage at which the organism is capable of reprodu reproduction. Then mating, selecting, attracting and reproducing. The third one is parenting, a support the offspring until they can also reach reproduction stage. And the last one, which is the fourth one, aiding genetic relatives, supporting those around us who carry our genes. I do wonder if we are having a certain different connection with people if they're having our genes, just because he's such, uh, such well, so explicitly pointing it out that, okay, they're having our genes, like the genes, to, like trousers, you know, yeah. <laughs> Uh, my note, why problems, question mark. This might feel like nitpicking, but I have an in, uh, immediate gut reaction to, to the use of the word, uh, the word problems. Bus quotes Darwin, who in returns talks about the hostile forces of nature, but that nature is what allowed life in the first place, and it is what allowing all life forms to thrive. Nature empowers life, does not, nature empowers life, does not do its very best to toward it or thwart it which means foil, frustrate, balk, stand in a way of, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, I do really believe that these problems do make sense. I think it, it, it is kind of a good, uh, but, but 
where did he actually read like problems? The major, well, yeah, the four classes of problems. Yeah, I do also have to say like, yes, yeah. I think there, there could have been a better word to just say that, you know, maybe the four classes of, of actually these are life stages, isn't it? You know, because first of all, you just have to survive then you're mating, then you're parenting, and then you're just caring about your elderly people in the end. Kind of. Well, I think it, it just is a good thing, but problems, I do agree with the author of the summary there. But yeah, um, I do think that this is going to be the end of the episode. So I uh, wish you the best, health, health, happiness, and also success. And also hope that you're going to remind yourself and you're going to be remembered, which basically means your legacy, which basically means just being a nice person and then being remembered as a nice person. On the flip side, I'm having three questions for you, which are why are you here? What are you trying to change? And what is bothering you the most? These three questions are hopefully going to show you your purpose and maybe even a business idea. Well, yeah. And maybe even conscribe, uh, subscribe to the podcast. I would appreciate that. And yeah, let's uh, see you the next time. Or let's see us uh, the next time. I at least hope. So uh, I'll see you.